She reassured the guests and settled them into the welcoming suite, then walked back to her office. When she opened her office door, she was met by a woman dressed in the company's regulation business suit, sitting in her seat at her desk. Four days ago, 17 members of her team disappeared. They'd blocked every attempt to be traced. This is why head office had sent someone over in person. And that someone was the regional manager. The regional manager opened with, So where's your team, Asa? Asa came straight back with, They're in the welcoming suite, welcoming our guests. She looked at her watch and added, Which is where I should be in precisely three minutes. Welcoming the guests, or reassuring them, I imagine, after this full-blown terror alert for a pigeon, was it? That was the security's fault, nothing to do with my team. The regional manager swiveled in Asa's chair and nodded her head slowly. Your team, yes, she said. So where are the rest of them, the ones who've disappeared? I don't know, Asa said. You haven't contacted them? I've tried, but like you say, they've disappeared. All of them? Yeah. Asa, half of your team does not just disappear. Explain to me what happened. I don't know what happened. They just walked out. You mean on strike? No, they just decided they'd had enough. The regional manager scowled in an over-exaggerated and fake manner. She flicked her head back and smoothed her hair away from her face. They got other jobs, she said. They got poached, headhunted. Find out who they're working for and we'll start legal proceedings. Asa, still standing, shifted her weight from one foot to the other. No, I don't think they're working for anyone else. I mean, they didn't get other jobs. The regional manager shook her head. What then? A startup? They've stolen our IP and are starting up their own company? Asa looked round to see if there was another chair or anything she could sit on, but there wasn't. She sighed. They came to see me and said they'd had enough and were leaving. One of them did say, so long and thanks for all the fish, but I think they were being ironic. The regional manager frowned. What fish? I don't get it. It's a quote. Anyway, it doesn't matter. They've gone. They've been extracted. No known record on the system. The regional manager shook her head, then shook it again, like she was trying to loosen something in her ear. Asa realised something wasn't right, something was off. She listened to the silence in the woman's voice. It made a clang that jarred with her. Something in the inflection, a missed beat, a pause, and the realisation dawned on her that the regional manager sat in her chair, at her desk, might not be all there, in the sense of being an actor relying on the prompt to tell her what her next line was. A group, a meeting, or AI, or a combination of all of the above, were monitoring this exchange and feeding lines to the regional manager. Asa fixed her with her gaze and this seemed to make her mask slip slightly. The regional manager clasped her hands together on the desk. 17 employees don't just all decide to leave, she said with an air of command. Someone must have got to them. This was planned. It's been coordinated and orchestrated to cause maximum disruption across many of our theatres of operation. Asa stared at the regional manager's face, the lines round her eyes, the way her mouth twitched. She listened carefully, trying to pick out who might be behind the scenes, quickly rewriting the script. 
Wait, Asa said. You mean this has happened in other places? People just upped and left? How many? Which other of our venues? I need to speak to them. The regional manager looked confused for a second. What? No, I didn't say that. You didn't have to. Other venues have been abandoned, right? Why did you say abandoned? We are not being abandoned. Asa smiled. The regional manager was spiraling, caught out like that and so easily, she'd be fired as soon as she left this meeting. Abandoned is exactly what's happening here, Asa said, and moved forward and placed both hands on her desk to tower over the regional manager. They didn't have a better job to go to, or any job for that matter. They're not starting up a rival firm, they'd just had enough and left. And yes, probably it was planned, I can't imagine it happened spontaneously for all 17 to leave at once. But if this is happening in other departments within the gathering, and I'm guessing in other companies besides the gathering, I want to speak to whoever is speaking to you. I don't know what you're talking about, the regional manager said and twitched and fitted like a fish caught in a net. But Acer wasn't letting go. I want to speak to an authorised member. I am an authorised member, and I'm your regional manager, so you can speak to me. In fact, I'm speaking to you about a very serious breach of your contract. Asa shouted over her. I want to speak to someone in charge. I'm not speaking about this to some press release, some company parrot. I want to speak to a human right now. The regional manager got up out of Asa's chair and raised her voice. I am a human. I don't know why you'd say I'm not. Let me remind you, it clearly states in the contract that you signed only a month ago that you are responsible for the retention of your team. And if you lose 17 members in one go, Asa slammed her hands down on the desk and shouted, I want to speak to a real person! Are you okay? Yes, I, I think so. What, what happened? You were dreaming. You shouted and woke yourself up. You're shaking. Can you remember what you were dreaming about? I'm not sure. Just give me a moment. It's okay. Just take your time. What was it that jolted you awake? What caused you to shout out, to scream? I was in a fishing boat. I think it's my father's. He's smiling at me. I get the sense I'm his daughter. Is that what you can hear? Yeah, birds calling out, seagulls, a whole gaggle of them following in the wake of our boat. They're waiting for fish. They're swooping and circling round us, calling out. Can you smell that? Yes, it's black and slick, running fast. Diesel from the boat, the boat is chugging. The salty spray in my face as each wave crashes against the side of the boat. It hit me here, in my chest. It hit me like a missile just below my collarbone. A bird, a seagull, came right out of the sky, hit me here, and went into my body, right down inside me. I reached down with my left hand and grabbed it by its feet and dragged it out. I can feel its wings, its feathers, its head, its sharp beak. That's what woke you? That's when I shouted, I screamed. I could feel the hole right inside my body, the screech of that gull, the impact, the thud as it hammered down inside me. I reached down and pulled it out by its feet. I can feel it. I need to go. Go? Go where? I need to leave. 
go back to my normal life. This is all getting too much. I don't think that's a very good idea. What? Why not? You can't keep me here. I'm leaving. I would suggest you wait. There's decompression to go through and then there'll be a period of adjustment. I don't care. Let me out. Let me out now. She opened the door to the coffee house and the bell above the door gave a welcoming ring. She snuck round the edges to try to make herself inconspicuous. She watched the counter staff move round each other easily, gliding and turning like a dance in the narrow galley service area. She took in the cakes and pastries, coffee machines, chalkboard menu announcing today's specials, tables and booths brimming with animated groups and loud talking. A scattering of quiet and contemplative individuals sipping lattes. A bristling line of people waiting for tables to be emptied and made available. All in all, a busy throng. She joined the queue, ordered and took a seat at the ledge that faced the mirrored wall. She could watch everything from there without being noticed. She scrutinised the staff entering and leaving the kitchen and wondered if that's where the real action took place. This was just a front for the subversive radicalization of her team. Everything okay? The voice by her side said. Yes, thanks. She shot back without looking round. But the person didn't move. Is the coffee okay? The voice said. Coffee's great, thanks. She snapped back. I noticed you're not on your phone and your comms are turned down. She turned slowly and looked at the guy standing over her. He was older than her. Too old to be waiting tables in a coffee house. But he didn't look derelict. A little scruffy around the edges, but he'd had grooming, work done even. So why was he waiting tables in a dingy coffee house? He smiled at her. He had perfect teeth. That cost money. Maybe you'd be interested in volunteering, he said casually. What? She said and shook her head. You look like you're in here checking the place out. That's what people do who want to find a way in, you know. He nodded and raised his eyebrows. You could volunteer if you like. See how it goes. What's your name? Why would I want to volunteer? I've got a job, thank you very much. Yeah, let me guess. The gathering, right? She jolted back and looked at the guy without saying anything. She tried to remember if she'd had her work ID on. How else would this guy know that? He sensed her apprehension and moved back slightly. Oh, it's okay. I'm sorry, I'm intruding. I can see that. But you know... If you want to think about it, you could do a few shifts, see how it goes. He placed a card on the shelf in front of her. I'm far, he said, as in far away. I know a lot of you guys from the gathering, so if you ever want to talk, my number's on the card. He turned to walk away, but she called him back. Wait, she shouted. You know people from the gathering? Did you know the ones who just left? I know they used to hang out here. Did you know the 17? He stopped and turned slowly to face her. Seventeen, he said, nodding his head. Yeah, I knew them. They used to meet up here. Seventeen, wow, that's impressive. I didn't think they'd all go. He pulled up a stool and sat next to her. You must be the new manager they all talked about. I can tell you're not a regular performer. That's what you're called, right? Performers, not actors, don't want to offend. You look like you should be the manager. I'm right, aren't I? She tilted her head slightly and said, so what did they say about me? They said you were good. You could work magic, do things that hit the spot. He tapped the fingers on his left hand on the right side of his chest. You could get to people right here. 
Do you know what happened? Why they all just left? She said. He nodded. They wanted a better life. A better life? Okay, well, a better way to live. She frowned. He slid off his stool and said, Call me when you finish work. I'll buy you a coffee. He smiled at her and disappeared back into the throng.